And this is what most experts will tell you. You lose money on your first conference, you break even on the second one, and you make money on your third. We stand today. The Business Method. The business with method. a shout The Business Method. The Business Method Podcast. The Business Method Podcast featuring Chris Reynolds. Entrepreneurs, systems, methods, tools, and tactics for location independence. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, welcome to the Business Method Podcast, where we examine the different methods, tools, and tactics of high-performance online entrepreneurs and high-caliber people in a series format. Our first series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days that had built businesses creating $100,000 or more annually. On our second series, we are interviewing 100 entrepreneurs that have built location-independent businesses that generate a million dollars or more in annual revenue. There's a growing movement of people building these caliber of businesses and we wanted to get behind the minds the logic and the science of what it takes to build a business like this we've had some incredible guests like bobby edwards the founder of squatty potty who built a 35 million dollar per year company with just 17 employees and jp sears the youtube superstar whose videos are going viral all over the internet i'm your host chris reynolds and we hope you enjoy the show the business method Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. We are glad you are here with us today because we have another exciting guest we want to introduce. Liam Martin is joining us today. Liam is the founder of two seven-figure location independent businesses, Staff.com and TimeDoctor.com. He is also the founder of Running Remote Conference that is held in Bali this June. Liam hopped on the show with us and gave us so much valuable content that we divided the interview into two different podcast episodes. This is actually the second episode, and today we will chat about what it actually takes to build a serious conference, the failure rates of this massive endeavor, and how Liam connects with other high-level people at a conference. It's another amazing episode, but if you guys haven't checked out the first part of Liam's interview, make sure you do, and then come back to this one. Let's hop back into the show. Entrepreneurs, systems, methods, tools, and tactics for location independence. We wanted to talk originally about building conferences and about the lack of information that's really kind of out there in the world about building conferences. It's funny because I have so many friends that think that building conferences are easy and they're super, that you're just going to make, you know, $300,000 off a conference just throwing money. Mm. And Mm -hmm. they really, people don't understand from my experience, the time commitment, the, Mm -hmm. the organization, the marketing, the promotion, the dollars invested in, and to creating a conference. And for me, it's a huge undertaking. And I think the people that do it really uh, need to love to do it or need to have a following. It's so big. That's making them do it. One of the two, but I'd, I'd love to hear about your experience you, see, you mentioned that you were surprised how little info is out there about creating these conferences. So I'm curious to yeah. hear your side. I, I, I'm actually going to sit down and kind of do a pod, uh, a uh, blog post specifically laying all of this stuff out for everybody because we've just learned a ton. Uh, the only person that I found that had any information online was um, Ryan uh, Ryan Dice, who is he ran a conference or he runs a conference called the uh, digital traffic and conversion summit. Yeah. So he had written up exactly how he marketed that conference. And I was, I was at lunch with him in Toronto a few weeks ago. Um, 
and it was it was just a great confirmation for me that like yeah I didn't leave any rock left unturned uh, for our conference because really for us again it comes down to people processes and tools so I needed the right person to be able to execute on it and the person who's currently executing on it who's the general manager of the conference is uh, Igor and Igor is a stereotypical digital nomad okay so this guy is uh, born in russia lived in london grew up in london now lives in abud bali and uh very nice guy has lived there for years and he is um he's kind of the he is the archetypal person to build this type of a conference because number one it's kind of in his dna about building remote teams. He really loves working remotely, fundamentally, and being a digital nomad. And then secondarily, his experience, he has had, he has built a ton of events, TEDx events, um, events for BMW, and he's done them all in Indonesia, which is where we're currently doing our conference in Bali. So he was the right person. Then we needed the right processes. And we didn't really, like, Igor had a lot of information on how to actually schedule the conference. And he's almost spending, he's spending 98% of his time just figuring out, like, how is a goodie bag structured? The videography crew, what, you know, how do we really make sure that we have fantastic shots? Um, the venue, negotiating prices on, you know, after the, 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 the VIP dinner and the, um, are, are we going to do this type of lunch or that type of lunch at the event? All of these types of details, which are really, they need someone full time to really execute on them properly. That's one thing. And then boiling down to the, to the other side of that process was what, which was actually getting people to come, uh, was huge. So like we cut a check for a hundred grand to be able to run the conference and we are we've broken even at this point uh, we haven't spent all of that hundred grand i think we're at about so we, de we basically deployed a budget of a hundred thousand dollars i believe we're at about seventy four thousand and i think our revenue is a couple thousand over that at this point mm -hmm. so um that is relatively good for a first event if you can get a couple hundred people to fly halfway around the planet to be able to um and pay a thousand dollars, fly halfway around the planet <clears throat> to be able to speak, uh, do a two-day conference. As an example, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so we've we've got that kind of locked in, but it was pretty ballsy at the beginning because for us, like we could put a hundred grand into a whole bunch of things that could get a much faster ROI. Yeah. Than, um, like I could put a hundred thousand dollars into Facebook ads and probably make that entire spend back in under a year. Yeah, as an example, but that's not smart. Uh, you you want to be able to diversify your funnels. So once you get one thing working, like us as a business, SEO works fantastically well for us. We've got a huge SEO footprint. Um, paid works to a degree for us. Uh, a couple other things kind of work somewhat okay, and then we realize, well, we want to be able to add an extra thing into our funnel, which is conferences uh which is building a conference and and to your point chris <clears throat> if we were just here to make money it would be a failure because i think people would smell that off of us instantly yeah uh we are really just focused on trying to get we we had uh 
about eight months ago, we did our last team retreat for our company. And we kind of looked through all the problems that we were having inside of the business because we have 80 people now. Uh, we're trying to get to 150 within the next year and a half. And um, we just had all these problems. And we didn't really have any answers to how to really scale a remote business, a completely remote business. And after us doing a bunch of research, we found that there really was no conference on this subject. Uh, there's a whole bunch of conference on being a digital nomad, right. uh, which is awesome. But those are for the employees. We wanted one specifically built for the employers. So we realized to ourselves, man, okay, well, this is, this is the direction that we should probably be going in is let's just be the one that puts out this conference. And if we can, if we can lower um, retention, or sorry, if we can raise retention in the business by 10%, as an example, employee retention, that'll save us a million bucks ARR right then and there. So we said, okay, well, let's, let's just try it. And uh, the conference hasn't happened yet, but you know, pretty much everybody that we asked said yes to speak at the conference, which was amazing. We've got a fantastic group of speakers. Um, that's another big part of it too, is I think we wouldn't have had the draw had we not had such amazing companies and speakers coming to attend the conference, right. um, which, was, which was huge for us to be able to do that. And a lot of them said, well, I don't speak at conferences, but I kind of want to go to uh, Bali. <laughs> like that, that was their, they're like, well, I don't speak at conferences anymore. I'm way too busy, but I kind of want to speak. I want to go to Bali. So, yeah. you know, that, that's, a, that's, I think, another aspect of the kind of the other character of this conference is just, is just Bali itself and the venue and, you know, th that type of environment, which people, um, you know, for anyone that's listening right now, that's, location independent, I'm sure probably a huge percentage of your listeners sure. have been before because it's just one of those kind of remote work hubs right. on the planet. So for us, you know, we, we took that, we took that uh, chance. It worked out for us. <clears throat> I would probably say, and we've been dealing with a lot of other conferences um, that are connected to the space. And I got to tell you, the failure rate is high. It's really high. Yes, it is. People, I would probably say, on average, um, and this is what most experts will tell you, you lose money on your first conference, you break even on the second one, and you make money on your third. But if you can't actually, <laughs> if you can't uh, bankroll it to your third year, you're dead. You're dead in the water. Right. So you really have to kind of look at that and say to yourself, if I don't have, um, if I can't break even just from the emails, I wouldn't do it. If, if I was going to do it again, we kind of just said ready, fire, aim, um, as opposed to really thinking about this, but, and we, we pulled it off, but I would say for the vast majority of conferences that I'm seeing 90% plus, they lose money and you want to have a long-term recurring conference. You want to have something that's going to be up and running for five plus years. Because yeah. that's where you really start to produce the dividends. You will not produce dividends on day on year one of your conference. That's just, hey, are you going to pay money to come to this thing? Because I'm really excited that you would take a chance on us. You know, yeah. and that's that's year one is just let's take a chance and then see whether they actually come back. And if they come back, then you've got something. If they don't, then I'd probably shut it down. Yeah, I would second everything that you say. Like, and from experience, you know, we've, we've been building conferences for three and a half years. 
there, there, there's just so much. I think, you know, this is why the failure rate's so high is because one, there's so much work um, that goes into it that most people don't understand. And two, I think that conferences are a trend, meaning that, you know, uh, so traffic and conversion conference, for example, I don't know how many years they've been running, but 10 years from now, they're probably not going to be, it's not probably not going to be the same conference. If it is the same company, it's probably going to have a new title, you know? And so a lot of, from my experience, a lot of the, the conferences, they have 10 year life period. I don't know. Would you agree? And then, and then they're going to have to switch directions in one way or the other. For sure. I mean, a lot of very successful conferences are, uh, they'll jump the shark at one point, like even South by, which is something mm-hmm. that I've been, I've been going to, I missed last year South by Southwest, but I had been going for eight years previous mm-hmm. to that. And really for people in the tech industry, that is the conference to go to. Right. But even at that point, you know, they kind of, um, they, there's, there's chinks in that armor yeah. that are starting to happen where it's getting very commercial it's getting very commercialized. I, I remember eight years ago, I closed a seven multi-seven figure deal that very first year at that conference, and I thought to myself, "Crap, this is amazing. This is the <laughs> this is the conference for me because I was able to get access to people that I wouldn't have otherwise been able to a- get access to." So maybe there's twenty thousand people going to the conference, and a thousand of them are the people I want to talk to. Now there are two hundred thousand people at the conference, but those same thousand people. Are, you know, you got a, a thousand to two hundred thousand. Your ratio, it's ten times harder to hit those people. And in reality, a lot of them are actually not going anymore. So you need to kind of look at that and really focus on what you want to build and how you want to structure it. Um, a conference that I think is is absolutely it, it's it's the kind of a it's not an unconference, but it's very counterintuitive. Is um, mastermind talks. Uh, which is in a different location every year. And I went to the very first Mastermind Talks. And the way that his conference works is he only has 100 attendees. And uh, every single year, he only has 100 attendees. He just raises the price of the ticket. Mm -hmm. So you'll always have these amazing attendees and speakers that come to the conference. So it might be like 10 speakers and 100 attendees, but very high level, and I think tickets now are like $10,000, $20,000 a ticket. Mm-hmm. But you'll get access to the, you know, you'll get you'll get 100 of the 1,000 people that you want to talk to at South by Southwest that are actually coming to this conference, and they're going to be there for the next two or three days. So would you rather spend $5,000 on South by Southwest and meet one connector or you know, one influencer, or would you rather go to a conference like that, pay a little bit more, and get access to ten influencers? Right. That's my kind of ROI of conferences is is connecting with those people that you can build strategic partnerships with. Uh, I don't go for the t- to be honest with you, the only the only talks that I've gone to at conferences were ones that I was speaking at. Um, I just don't I don't attend the sessions because I realize out there in the lounge business is being done. Yes. <clears throat> and that's where you want to be. Uh, and the the events are kind of the the touch point around 
that business being done, around those partnerships being built, those relationships being built. And you really want to make sure that you're inside of the relationship side of the business mm-hmm. uh, or the conference. You, 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 know, you can watch the YouTube video later, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> uh, and you can focus on, hey, you know, you're really smart. You know, you're a, you're, you're th- this guy sitting next to me is, let's say he's, you know, building $200 million businesses. I'd love to learn more about that. How did you do that? Where, you know, where are you at right now? Um, that kind of stuff is just, that's what you pick up from a conference that no other venue can really provide to you or no other kind of event can provide to you. So that's where you should be spending your time. Don't spend your time listening to the talks. Even <laughs> though the talks are probably amazing, um, if you're going to be really smart, spend your time building those relationships because you only have a certain amount of time to do it. I'm really glad you mentioned this, Liam, because I think this is also something that's not talked about uh, nearly enough. So I, I kind of call it like hacking a network or tapping into uh, a network or a conference. I'm going to share my experience, but I want to hear yours first. Sure. So you were going to Southwest, uh, by South, uh, SX by Southwest or uh, any conference. And your goal was obviously, like you mentioned, to connect there. How, what do you do? What are the ways or the strategy that you use to find the people, to um, target the people that you want to connect with? And then how do you actually connect with them and create a relationship? Some of this is a little, I'm going to tell you what I really do versus what the average person should do because I can only speak to my experience but if there's somebody that I really need to talk to I'll usually use social media to be able to make that happen okay so like I'll grab our Facebook group of you know 200,000 people and I'll just be like guys I really need to talk to this guy can you you know can you message can you like go to his page and tell him you should talk to Liam <laughs> that's genius. That immediately works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that that's just like cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a meeting with you. Uh, looks like you know, eighty people came up and, and chatted with me and want to uh, to talk to you, or they want me to talk to you. Yeah, let's chat. Um, always be super respectful when you're dealing with these types of people because they don't have that much time, and you need to put your time in um, and be very focused in what you're looking for. I do not like. Uh, coffee dates, right? So we were talking about your uh, our our mutual friend, one of the co-founders of Snappa, and um, he was a little. He asked me out for coffee because we both <laughs> live in the same city, and I said, "Okay, number one, I drink tea. I don't drink coffee, but I said specifically, what do you want to talk about? Like, do you just want to hang out and shoot the shit? Because mm-hmm. I don't have time to do that." I've got friends to do that. You know what I mean? Like I just, we're not friends. Uh, We could be friends, but I really want to talk to you very specifically about what you want out of this conversation. And that seems a little direct and sometimes um, obtuse for me, but it is, I, those people that are just willing to kind of sit down and chat with you or sorry, not willing to sit down and chat with you. The ones that are kind of asking for, 20 to 30 minutes of your time, uh, you want to be able to make sure that we have a very clear schedule of, of what we're going to be talking about and, and how it comes about. And after that, if you really have a good rapport with that person, of course, I'm going to sit down with them for a lot longer. 
and chat with them. But that's what I would suggest if you're talking to these types of influencers that you want to get access to is get them really like say, hey, I want to talk to you about uh, Chris. I want to talk to you about how you built such a successful podcast. I'm currently building a podcast called the Running Remote Podcast, and we're we have these four or five different questions that I think you can uniquely answer. And I would love it if I could talk to you about these three or four questions that you can uniquely answer that, you know, I can't, that actually are insightful and relatively difficult and you thought about them and you actually want the answers to them and they can't be figured out with five minutes of Googling, mm-hmm. right? So if someone comes in and says, how do you, uh, how do you get funding how do you raise money for your tech startup? I send them venture deals. I'm like, go read that book. <laughs> That's it. Like, yeah. I, I'm not going to sit down with you and talk to you for 20 or 30 minutes. If you're just like, how do you raise money? That's Don't ask that question. That's a stupid question to ask. Right. Ask very specifically, I am in the middle of my Series A. I have a you know, I have a seed round that I just closed last year. Here's my revenue. Here's my growth rate. I'm looking at these three VCs. I know that you've spoken to two of them. I would love to be able to talk to you about how I'm going to do this strategically and whether you think this is going to work. Oh, okay, cool. I can sit down with you for that. How do you raise money? Go to hell. Like, (laughs) that's not, it's just like, I want to be super useful and Google is much more useful than you just want to talk to, like, if you just want to talk to me, it's just not like, I'm pretty busy. I want to be able to, and everyone else is busy. Um, so put your time into, I'm doing 120, 130 podcasts in, in 90 days, right? Like, the, uh, I got a lot of stuff that's going on. I need to be able to make sure that I've got my time um, broken down properly. So that would be the biggest thing is make sure that you've got a really structured ask for people. And then just kind of, use your community to push people into meeting with you smart very smart oh man this has been a great show like you you've got a lot of valuable content here and and i appreciate it i i want to continue the conversation but i think we need to cut it off because uh i've got some other things i got to work on this afternoon but i i really appreciate the time liam do you want to talk briefly or a little bit more about running remote before we sign off sure so uh go to running remote it's awesome it's going to be, there's going to be like uh, fire dancers and massage therapists and uh, Batman might be showing up. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Possibly Batman showing up. Uh, so if you really want to learn everything about building a serious remote team and you're going to be in Southeast Asia, check it out. Um, probably it is our first event, but the speakers are absolutely fantastic. If you want to try out Time Doctor, go to timedoctor.com, try a trial of that. And if you just want to chat with me, uh, you really got to have a structured ask uh, beforehand. <laughs> and then, and even better, actually, if you really want to talk to me, uh, you know, you should do it at Running Remote because there I'll just, uh, my entire schedule is free and you're going to be around a whole bunch of Everyone at the company, or sorry, everyone at the conference is doing pretty much minimum seven figures uh, that's attending. So it's going to be a really great conference. I'm really excited about it. 
and uh, I hope for people that are listening, they can make it. Yeah, that's another great way to talk to and target those people is just pay the amount of money that you need to pay. So you go to the conferences that they're at and they're free to talk to. <laughs> and that was one of the things for us for running remote is a whole bunch of people said, well, this is ridiculous that you're paying. People are you're charging four, five hundred, six hundred, a thousand dollars for a ticket. And we said that was by design. Yes. Absolutely. Don't want to pay a hundred dollars because or we don't want these tickets to be a hundred dollars because we don't want we want people who can't afford a thousand dollars not to come. Yes, which sounds harsh, but like that's the reality. Well, you you know it's it's exclusivity, right? I'm I'm working with a, a conference right now that charges minimum five thousand dollars a ticket even for the speakers. So they have 40 or 50 speakers. If you want to speak at the event, you still have to buy a ticket and it works, you know, and you know who you're getting there. And if you want to be around those type of people, you got to pay up and go to the conferences they're willing to pay to go to. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, Liam, it's been amazing. We'll put some links in the show notes. If there's anything else that you would like to add before we sign off, uh, feel free to do it. But I want to thank you Uh, Again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing all your wisdom with us. We really appreciate it, my friend. Thanks for having me, Chris. And listeners, we're going to sign off there. We hope to see you guys on the next episode. And goodbye, everybody. Hey, listeners, thanks again for joining the show. We wanted to remind you about our Get Shit Done one-on-one productivity coaching that we recently just launched. What we do is work with you to create big business goals that are absolutely game changers. We make a plan together and put you in our productivity hacking system that helps you stay on target. Each week, you get a call with yours truly about what steps to take for the following week. Some say it's like a year of productivity in just three months. Check out all the details at thebusinessmethod.com forward slash coaching. Thebusinessmethod.com forward slash coaching.